Here's the snapback. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin scores! A 49-yard field goal, and Indiana leads 27 to 24. Oh, it's an end around one to go. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Caught touchdown! Fry Fogel again! Welcome to the Elio Podcast, also known as Tom Allen's favorite podcast of the bunch. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Braggley, B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here as always with our co-host Brandon. I would say always, but I think this is the first time we've had a full boat for a while here, Brando. You can find him on Twitter. It's at Brandon Dubich. Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich. You know how to spell it. D-U-B-I-C-H. What's up, Brando? I mean, this podcast has really had to embrace next man up. You know, I mean, you and Seth have done one. Seth and I have done one. I've done one solo. Injuries happen throughout a year. It does. Right? How do you react through adversity? And I think the LEO podcast has uh, adjusted, yeah. has made the right adjustments, schemed around our deficiencies, and have put together a really good season so far. Yeah. Speaking of deficiencies, <laughs> finally joining us on the podcast, a good 14 minutes late is our producer, Seth. You can find him and block him on Twitter. It's at Setah5, S-E-T-A-H-5. What's up? Seth, it's showtime, baby. Let's roll. Well, yeah, I'm ready. You're, t- you're talking about it. You are. T- this is gonna be a fun one. I, I mean, you in... are pre- you are pretty pumped up, Seth, because you just completely fleeced the bragging. You train. didn't, uh, guys. <laughs> listen to me. Just completely. This is. I made a trade with the same guy that traded Patrick Mahomes in the middle of the season last year, and ended up losing. Didn't even make. I'm pretty sure he didn't even make the playoffs. I did. But why are we talking about last year? Why are we talking about last year? I could because the guy, the guy, I just knew what I was doing. I knew what I was doing. I made the right trade. He didn't want James Connor because he James Connor has been let him down all year. And I knew what I was getting. I knew exactly what I was trying to give him to Sean Watson. He didn't want it. You're getting a car with three wheels. I'm getting I listen. That's all I need for the back half of the season, dog. We're halfway through. All you need is three wheels. Everybody's got three wheels left. Look at Green Bay. They don't have any wheels left. That place is going down. All right, just there we go. All right, let's move on. Um, all right, let's talk about the game. We're here to preview the game against Penn State. It's a 3.30 kick this Saturday at Memorial Stadium. The weather right now is uh, not good. Dicey it's at real dicey. best. Yeah, Brandon and, I, Brandon and I have been to some rainy games. Um, we've been to some windy games, but we've never been to rainy and windy games. Uh, right now, we're looking at 66 degrees as the high, rainy, windy gusts of I'm sorry, wind averaging between 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Um, This beauty of a matchup is going to be on ABC for the entire country to watch. IU plus 14 as it starts right now, over under 50 and a half. This was as of this morning. It may have changed. I don't know if they named. I'm not even going to get into it yet. We'll talk about that later. But all right. Um, Previous meeting. We all kind of remember it. It might have been the closest 24 nothing game in the history of college football. Maybe. IU loses 0-24. to 24. Uh, This was the end of the Penix era. IU did a thing. We talked about this in the recap um, over the summer. I think it was maybe over the, it wasn't the summer. I guess it would have been the winter, springtime. Um, this game, I think IU I, moved the ball pretty well up and down the yeah. field and just didn't turn anything into points. Literally, no, zero I think, points. I, I think they went 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 in the red zone. I think yeah, they yeah. went for it on fourth and goal twice mm-hmm. and then had a blocked field goal. Blocked field goal as well. The The big one was the, the big play J interception. I think down 3, I want to say 3 nothing at that point. Big play J interception returned out of 7, no points. Out of that, you got to get points on the road. I was screaming, kick the field goal. I'm pretty sure you were probably screaming, go for it, which, you know, shows our difference in football IQ. Um, all-time series, Penn State 23, IU 2, but 
But, but since 20, I don't know, whenever we beat them, 2014, that's eight years. We're doing all right. Two and six. It's not bad. Um, Let's talk a little bit about so many close. I know so many. They're always close. They really are. I mean, the 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 WAP WAP game. That's what I was just going to bring up. The WAP game. The Saquon, even when Saquon Barkley, his senior, junior senior year, the last year yeah, he, he played, a kick return like opening opening kickoff. Yeah, his still a close game, and I think we were playing with uh, who was the redhead quarterback we had for a minute, Cameron. Yeah, Danny. Yeah, Cameron. Danny Cameron. He was he was our starting quarterback there. That was a close game. It it doesn't matter. I I don't think it matters. Um, Penn State. At, we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, I think this is gonna be close. I do too. The the big red dog can't there throw the ball and nobody can throw the ball in forty mile per hour winds. No, no one can. Can he throw the ball? Not, in not even zero? laser rocket arm. Kenny Pickett can throw the ball through forty mile per hour winds. Can't happen. Yeah, I am really excited for this game. Reference on that one. Kenny Scoots is amazing. Um. <laughs> But I'm really excited for this game. Like they said, the weather could be terrible, but um, I'm going, drinking. I'm ready to see a win. Maybe. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And I'm I'm going. I'm planning on going. We'll see what the weather looks like. Everybody knows me. I'll go no matter what. But I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not with 40 mile an hour winds and rain that feels like bullets going into your eyes. Seth is unmuted because he wants to say something. What do you want to say? Uh, not so fast on the big red dog. There is a lot of talk around state college that Drew Aller no. may be starting. No, why and for the rest why? of the season? Why they're six and He's, two? Hold on. Exactly, they're irrelevant at this point. There's no way they're getting in the playoffs. This guy is a five star, six we, five, two hundred and forty pounder with mobility from Ohio. Elite 11 guy. He's seen action in six games. He's more gifted physically, but hasn't been able to uh, generate the position battle that I've been hoping for. And I think uh, the quarterback controversy I've been trying to brew all season is uh, finally starting to go to fruition. Really? So we've seen Uh, him a little bit. One drive against Purdue or two? I think he had two. Um, So here's the quote from Brenton Strange. Asked this morning about Lions evolving QB situation. Whoever coach decides to throw in there, whoever the st- staff decides to roll with, I haven't heard any of these conversations. I'm very confident in both these guys. Um, and then also, uh, apparently, our our boy uh, James Franklin was non-committal and said that uh, it's a decision that what's the guy's name? Yurkovich, the offensive coordinator, and Manny Diaz, the defensive coordinator, they're going to make together. Any decision Manny Diaz makes is fine with me because that guy couldn't coach himself out of a wet blanket or I guess out of a wet paper bag. A wet blanket would be tough to coach yourself out of. There's going to be a lot of wet blankets. There might be. On Saturday. There might be. Um, so, And I'm not I, talking about Penn State fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, excuse whatever's happening with my dogs. I'm going to, yeah, whatever that is, is inappropriate. But um Let's talk uh, Penn State. Yeah, head coach. We just talked about him. James Franklin, who apparently doesn't coach his own team. He's in his ninth season, um, 74 and 36, which is a surprising uh, record for him, considering they've done nothing uh, in nine seasons. Did they go to a a Big Ten championship game? I mean, that that record isn't good. That's only a 70% win percentage. Bro, I would die for a 70% win percentage. Not at Penn State. I would die here for a 70% win percentage. Honestly, um, so that that's eight and four every year. Do you want that's me to eight do something? And four at, that's not acceptable at Penn State, and he's gonna coach there forever because he's like a good PR story, right? Like, like I hate to bring that up. I hate to bring that up, but it is eight and four is not acceptable at Penn State, and he's gonna coach there for a very, very, very long time, and it's phenomenal for. IU, it's terrible for the Big Ten. And he'll get a raise this offseason. Yep. The longer Harbaugh and Franklin coach in the Big Ten is better for IU because they're both trash. It's better for Purdue, too. I guess they lost to Penn State, but it is better for Purdue, too, because since the divisions are going to go away, they will have to play these mediocre coaches at some point. 
Um, I mean, the, the coaching talent in the Big Ten is. I mean, you, you wonder why national championships aren't showing up in the Big Ten. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Sorry to cut you off because I, no, I, I don't want to. I'm going this. on a rant. I'm going on You're a James fine. Franklin rant because the guy stinks. I want to I want to ask you a question. I think we've talked about this before. We may talk about it in the Ohio State preview. Is Ryan Day a good coach or is he nominal just, recruiter? Is, no, nominal no, 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 no. I don't even think he's a phenomenal recruiter. I think the school recruits itself. So do you do you think he's a good coach? Because tell me about their quarterback talent that's ever come out of that school. He gets the most out of them. Look what they do in the NFL. They That's are I mean. maximizing. It's so everyone's will say like, is Ohio State a system? Well, sure, it clearly is. There's enough evidence in the NFL to show that these quarterbacks clearly aren't translating to the NFL. The wide receivers, it's all a really the skill positions, system. translate. All the skill positions outside of outside of quarterback translate. All of them. Any, yeah, I think really, I think Ryan position. Day. I think he is. I think yeah, I'd, I'd put I, him as a good good coach. I don't, I don't put him as a great coach. coach. I don't think he's a great coach. Ten. I don't think Hands he's a good down. coach. Let Hands me, down let me explain, and, and I'm going to shock everybody. Here, I think the best coach in the Big Ten. You ready for this? Jeff Brown. That's what. That's what I'm going to say. All right, listen. It's definitely Pat Fitzgerald. It's no, no, I'm, being dead, I'm being dead serious. I'm being dead it's serious. Pat Fitzgerald. Ryan, if you're going pound for pound. If you're going pound Ryan for pound. Ryan Day. Ryan Day does it with NFL caliber coordinators. NFL caliber coordinators or NCAA head coach caliber coordinators. Offense, defense, everywhere across the board. Look at his coordinator. Is Kevin Wilson is a co-offensive coordinator. Co, a former Big Ten head coach, is a co-offensive coordinator at Ohio State. That place will never, unless they get some major scandal for a while, they will never be bad, no matter who the head coach is. Yeah, because they just recruit themselves. That's my opinion. Look, look, look what happened to Clemson when they got Dabo. Clemson was irrelevant, dude, for decades. Look at Tennessee. How many coaches did they burn through? Right? Look how many. Like, and now they got a good staff. We can we can trash Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz was a horrible head coach of Miami. That's a good assistant hire. Mm-hmm. Anytime in business, you don't have to be the best. You just have to assemble a great team. And that's what Ryan Day... Ryan doesn't Day's make him a coaching. Coach. Make him a listen, coach. listen, Bragg. It, it's because it's not all about coaching. College is equal parts assembling a staff, equal parts recruiting, and equal parts in game management. Okay. I agree. Ryan Day leaves something to be desired in game, but he's a phenomenal recruiter and he builds a phenomenal staff. He gets credit for two out of those three. He gets A pluses in two out of those three categories. Let me give you, and then we'll move on because we'll talk about Ryan day in two weeks, but let me give my, my reason for picking Jeff Brown because he is taking what is, uh, I guess on paper an under recruited under talented team compared to what's it. Let's just even use IU as an example. Because they've fallen behind IU in the recruiting rankings in consecutive years. And they still continue to outperform every, I think, every year he's been there. Maybe outside of, yeah. Maybe outside of the the short year and maybe the Gator Bowl, Seth, the the eight and, there we go, eight and four, nine, eight and four that year. You guys were the win. For eight you eight wins, I think, or seven and five to go to the Gator. I can't remember, but either way, I I mean Xander Horvath is in the NF freaking L. That dude has no business being in the NFL. He played for eight other Big Ten schools. I'm not sure he's playing in the NFL. I'm just saying that. That's it. Okay, we can move on. Let's go back to Penn State. James Franklin, blah, 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 blah. Their record six and two wins against Purdue. On the road Ugh. at home against Iowa, or on the road against Auburn, at home against Central Michigan and Northwestern in a very weirdly close game against Northwestern. Um, on the road they against take, Michigan, their business blown out. Um, then they beat down on Minnesota at home and then lost what was a close game for three quarters against Ohio State. And then somehow Ohio State just woke up, or I don't know what happened. Maybe that great coach of theirs made their talent work. I don't know. Um, but then they ended up winning that game. So 
six and two on the record. They've lost two of three, Brandon. What is wrong with Penn State? Apparently, uh, quarterback questions. I guess. I guess. You know, producer Seth bringing something to the table. That's wild. I would love for the turd that is James Franklin (laughs) to throw Drew Aller into an absolute woodshed on a pouring rain, 40 mile power wind day on the road in the middle of Big Ten play. Yeah. Please let James Franklin, please let James Franklin be that stupid because he might be. He, he very well, he very well could. No one's deserved themselves more than James Franklin and, and the big red dog. Yeah. Like it's a match made in freaking heaven. He's been there deserve- for seven of his nine years, I think, right? Six. Six of his nine years. Oh, six of nine. Nice. I'm so happy Will Levis got out of Happy Valley. Got- good for him, right? Because he's an actual good quarterback, and he was not a good quarterback when he was at Penn State. Uh, don't let the last three weeks play into that. He's Has been, he been bad the last three oh, weeks? Oh, it was so bad. He's yeah. projected last like week, dude, second quarterback off the board, isn't he? Look he, at his game dude, last he, week. It was he bad. He had something similar to Russell Wilson, not as bad. It wasn't quite mallet finger, but he got his fingers crushed uh, in a game three weeks ago, and it was his throwing hand, and he shouldn't be playing. I would sit but, out. I'd be done if I was him. Yeah, he, he probably should, but he should have did that three weeks ago before his tank stopped. So against against one of the worst defenses in the country, he was bad. I didn't watch the Tennessee game. He was bad. That that was last week, right? Yeah. Okay. They they were both shaking their head. Yes. Uh, that's why they, they there was a pause. So, um, okay. Cool. Let's get into rankings real quick. We're just gonna breeze through these because there's too many, and then we've got a decent amount of players to talk about. Offensive rankings for Penn State: total offense, forty first; total passing, forty ninth. Total rushing 54th. None of them really stand out. I mean, their offense, they're getting about 430 yards per game, which is pretty good. Um, top third in the country, um, as well as total passing at 260. But really, nothing nothing is crazy like top 10 or anything like that. They do average 33.1 points per game, which I think is pretty high. Um, defensive rankings, uh, 74th in total defense. These were kind of shocking to me. Here we go. 57th in rushing defense at 135 yards per game and 89th. When we talk about key players here in a minute, this is shocking. 89th in passing defense at 248 yards per game, 17 total sacks, which sounds like a lot, right? I use it 15 and a half. So it's not that much more than IU. 58th uh, in team tackles for loss and 56th in total interception. So nothing really stands out for them. Um, six and two, as I said, they're a good, solid team. Uh, but again, even Rutgers at least stood out on one side of the football. Penn State, not so much. Just good, I guess. Nothing great on either side of the ball. Do you guys want to talk about any other rankings or anything you guys found while you were looking? Yeah, I mean, to quote, you know, the wonderful uh, millennial generation, they're mid no cap. Like seriously, um, nothing they do is is good. Um, they're 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 mid. Um, they don't do anything great and on is. offense and so do I, I'm, I'm making fun of them. It's a, it's a bit, um, good. Okay. but yeah, they have Joe, <laughs> they have Joey Porter jr. And yet they can't stop anyone. Who does that sound like? Right. They have a top flight, top flight secondary player. Yeah. Yet their secondary stinks. They have three. Um, so I'm not scared of this team at all. I'm just saying. Offensively, a little bit. They're balanced. Yeah, they're balanced, but they're Uh, balanced with studs. Hop in, Seth. So they have the two really good running backs who are both true freshmen. We'll talk about them here in a minute. You want to talk about them first, and then you want to talk about them, or do you you go for it? Yeah. Okay. I'm saying they have a lot of talent. There's there's no question about that. Brandon, I'm gonna sit back. I'm gonna turn my mic off, and I'm gonna let you talk about their quarterback. Go ahead. So, uh, Seth wants me to refer him to him as a Cincinnati kid, um, which I will Cincinnati uh, kid, which I gladly will call him the Cincinnati shitty kid. Um, He, I mean, if we're talking about best quarterbacks that come out of Cincinnati in the past seven years, he. We're talking about we're talking about Peyton Ramsey. Peyton Ramsey runs circles. Yep, circles around Sean Clifford. Um, The dude has a horrible. A two and a half touchdown to interception record, which would be good if you were not 25 years old. 
Um, and he has a 63% completion percentage, which if you look, he has five stars in every position. You have to be, you have to throw in the same zip code and you can throw 70%. This guy can't throw 63%. While I want James Franklin to be really, really dumb and put in uh drew R as quarterback. Um, I also want to play Sean Clifford again. If, if, IU only wins one game the rest of the year. I don't want it to be Purdue. I don't want it to be Michigan State. I want them to bury Sean Clifford into the in at the fifty yard line, and his body has to <laughs> rot in Memorial Stadium for life. I uh, I made my uh, what do you call that? What is what is the trend that we did before the trend? What is the the thing where they explode different color balls and stuff? Gender reveal. I did my gender reveal on my first kid at the 50-yard line. I don't want to bury him at the 50-yard line. It's weird. Um, by the way, Peyton Ramsey's, how many how many Gator Bowls has Sean Clifford been to? Zero. <laughs> they haven't been to one since like 1967, I think. They've been to like fiestas and stuff like that. But I he's been to zero. I hate him. I know that. But let's talk about it real quick. The Cincinnati kid is throwing the ball at a, an incredible 63%. Um, 16 touchdowns, six interceptions. He should have had at least six on Saturday. Um, 131 yards rushing and four touchdowns. That's the part that scares me, um, at all on Saturday. <clears throat> Sean Clifford is a good enough, as they say, um, quarterback, but he, he's nothing. He's not the Gus Johnson, whatever he was doing against Purdue thing over and over and over again. Seth. He's going to be on the Big Ten coaches all-conference team. Oh, you think so? Oh, yeah. It's like second team all-coaches. Third, third. Who's second yeah. team? You've got uh, Stroud. Do you think? I freaking right. hate the Big Ten. Not McCarthy, right? I think he might make second team. I'd Clifford. say Mac- McCarthy and AOC are probably in the mix. Is AOC, is AOC doing all right? Yeah. All right. You think he's doing better than Clifford? 16 and 6? No, nah, the team with the team with the better record. They're gonna yeah, give I was gonna say sec- he's going second yeah. team. They're gonna give him second team. Coaches are smart though. The media might give him second team. The coaches will give him third team. The coaches are with- dumb. The media is smarter than the coaches in the that's big That's not true. You ever you we're ever talking about Mel Tucker and the joke and oh that's true. Loxley. You're right. I forgot Lox- those are the coaches. Loxley, that are Loxley loves Sean Clifford. I don't know that, but I just assume he does. <laughs> Well, Tucker seems like a huge. I bet you he votes Peyton Thorne first team. He has to. Um, maybe second team. All right, let's talk to running back. Seth kind of talked about it. We don't have a lot to talk about. I don't think, and now granted, Saturday was the first time I really watched him. I watched him against Purdue, but nothing stood out against Purdue either. Um, running backs, they're both freshmen, freshmen and redshirt freshmen, I think. Uh, no, both freshmen, Seth says. Nick Singleton, who is the number one overall recruit uh, at the running back position, and Katron Allen, who I heard on Saturday on the broadcast, is a pleasant surprise um, at the running back position. Both combined over 1,000 yards and 12 touchdowns so far. Um, they, I mean, granted, they played one of the better defenses in the country, but they didn't look as advertised on Saturday. I don't know what was going on, but... Um, wasn't impressed, and I don't really remember much from the Purdue game. Seth, can you give me any insight on since you guys have played them? Yeah, I'll just say that they're both fantastic. Uh, the three games that I've seen, aside from the Ohio State game last week, they were very impressive. Singleton was getting like seven to eight yards per rush. He's kind of electric, and they also do a good job of targeting them out of both of them out of the backfield. Yeah, they both kind of do the exact same thing, so it's not mm-hmm. like one's a power runner, one's a sprint. They're guy. both kind of skinny, right? I mean, they are yeah. true freshmen. Yeah, so they're, they're both kind of skinny dudes, but they quick. can put on a little bit of weight. But yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're lightning quick. in a bottle. Yeah, they're and not they the actually build. start. They start Sorry. Allen most of the time, so yeah, yeah. they're That's always what I fresh. On Saturday, yeah, 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 for sure. They're not the build that we've seen as of late. The as we've talked that Saquon Barkley build the small stout back that can hit the hole and bust it out of, out of nowhere. These are almost Seth. I don't, maybe there's a different term, but almost like tall scat backs. Does that make Rangy. sense? Rangy. Rangy. There are a lot of, a lot of arms and legs. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, the biggest part that scares me, Brandon is the three headed receiving monsters. What I called it. 
There's literally three people to catch the football. There's one other guy with a hyphen. I can't remember his name right, right now. Seth, do you remember it off the top of your head? Dude, you can Parker look it up Washington's if you want. So but Parker bad. Washington, we've talked about before for a, a while. We've known that since he was a true freshman. Um, so it's Parker Washington, Mitchell Tinsley, the Western Kentucky transfer. And as Seth talked about earlier, Brinton Strange, which is the strangest name I've ever heard. Brinton. Hey. Theo Johnson is also a really solid tight end. They have two guys who are going to be pros. But let me let me tell you why these are the only three that matter. Parker Washington, 41 catches. Mitchell Tinsley, 33 catches. Brenton Strange, 21 catches. Nobody else has more than 11 catches on the team. Those are the three main targets. And as I said, on Saturday, I watched that game from start to finish. There were three people targeted the entire time, and that was it. Um, Seth talked about the running backs out of the backfield occasionally, but not much. Um, their fourth biggest target share goes to the, the, the guy with the, the hyphen. Did you pull that up, Seth? Um, I can't remember the name sounds super familiar when I saw it earlier, but his stats not great this year so far, but Parker Washington's the biggest one, 41 catches, 567 yards and two touchdowns. I think both came last week, um, or at least one came last week and that dude is Lambert Smith beast Lambert Smith. Yeah. yeah. Keandre Lambert Smith. Yes. Um, that guy stands out as well, but I, I don't, those are the three people that we need to worry about. Washington, Tinsley and strange. Um, did you strange also is, mention that Tinsley is from Western Kentucky? Yeah, I did. You Western guys played Kentucky against him last year. Yeah. 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 Yep. Mitchell Tinsley. They do Western Kentucky things with him. They don't really, they don't target him down the field very much. 33 catches, 364 yards. You're a tad over 10 yards per reception. Um, they do a lot of wide receiver screens with him from what I've seen. Brenton Strange, Strange is, is, a touchdown is nice. Saturday. Yeah. Brenton Strange is nice. He's a, he's like, a big, solid. Athlete, I don't think you can receiver, bet this yet, but if you could bet Brenton Strange anytime touchdown, I'd say hammer it. Also, hammer he, it. he may have thrown a punch on TJ. Tui Malalola. A number 44. Yeah. That guy. Um, he was a so beast on Saturday. We'll see if there's, I'm sure there's going to be no repercussions from that. Are they still looking into it? Do you know? I have no idea. I just saw okay. a bunch of butthurt Ohio State fans pointing it out and saying, why isn't I mean, this? Geez. Why wasn't there an ejection for this? Every like time IU plays Michigan, IU is always labeled as the dirtiest team in the country. It, it's the same thing. It doesn't matter. Ohio State, Michigan, it doesn't matter. It's IU is always the same. It doesn't matter. Those, those just, fan bases. I, I bet Ohio so State much. fans have ejection problems. Like they get ejected? No, they, I was making. I was yeah. making. I they they that have e- ejectile dysfunction. Oh, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Thanks for explaining my jokes. At least you got talk it. about like their defense. Laughs. Yeah, let's, let's like, talk about defense. Like boners is what you guys are saying. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> and we need to boners, defend ourselves against boners. Here we go. <laughs> speaking of boners, um, let's talk about their cornerbacks. Uh, Joey Porter Jr., who might sound familiar to you if you're a Steelers fan, um, because his daddy played for the Steelers. And Kalen King, who I was his daddy used to throw some punches down yes, on the south he side. Did. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. And Kalen King, who who Seth may disagree with this, I was not impressed with that dude at all. But somehow both of them both have eleven passes defended on the season, which I had to look this up. Thirteenth in the country, both of them. His ups are very up. Yes, but he has he's not good. So. Um, which have we forgot to start with this at the beginning? We should have done this because we this is the Cam Camper podcast, also known as Noah Pierre podcast. Cam is out for the season, ACL tear. I'm sure if you're listening to the podcast, you already know this. Unfortunately, he cannot tear apart both of these guys. Um, surprising stat for Joey Porter Jr. Zero interceptions, zero sacks, zero tackles for loss, zero forced fumbles on the season. So he is literally just defending passes. That is it. Um, his tackle numbers are real far down too. Now, granted, you with Porter Island, whatever you want to call it. Um, weird because I th- feel like that guy was a stat stuffer. As that, hold on, let me do it in Gus Johnson. He's a stat stuffer, like that guy. So um, the other guy which stood out, Johnny Dixon. I think he's got to be their nickel back, leading sacker on the team with three and a half tackles uh behind the backfield on the quarterback. Uh, Brandon, do you want to talk about Jair Brown? Uh, I mean, he's a tackle machine, right? I mean, he, he, he does what you want a safety to do. Um, he cleans up if, uh, people make mistakes in front of him. Uh, he also can catch the ball really well. 
sometimes uh, makes you think that uh, he should be playing offense, not defense. Uh, but he's he's really really solid. Um, anchors that defense in the back really really well. Um, if we start one quarterback instead of the other, uh, I'm picking him to get an interception. We'll talk about that in a little bit. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Jair, as as Brandon said, leading tackler on the team. Um, if you, if, leading... if, I'll just I'll just get to it. If if Baz is the quarterback, you know he's going to sail one. No. You know he's going to sail one. If you sail one in the zip code of Jair Brown, he's intercepting that ball. Yeah, yeah. They just had a good safety leave, didn't they? Javon Brisker starting safety oh for the Bears. God, Brisker is so good. He is. I like <laughs> he is so good. You guys have such young talent. Maybe we can so play him at middle linebacker. It's unbelievable. Um, okay, moving on from the Bears sucking. Uh, Jair Brown, leader in the leading uh, the team in tackles and interceptions, 49 tackles on the year, three and a half tackles for loss, a sack, and three picks. Uh, we're going to run through this because we've gone too far already. Uh, linebacker Curtis Jacobs, 39 tackles, second leading on the team, three and a half tackles for loss, one sack, one interception, one touchdown on the off of that interception, and two fumble recoveries. Um, I'm assuming it's off that. I don't know. I have no, it might've been off one of the fumbles. I have no idea. Don't care. Um, Abdul Carter, 35 tackles, the other linebacker, four and a half tackles for loss, which is nice. Two and a half sacks and one forced fumble. And then one other guy to talk about, the only guy I wrote him down is because I don't feel like their defensive line is very impressive, which is weird for Penn state, especially their defensive ends. Um, defensive end, Danny Dennis, I'm sorry, his first name is Danny. Last name is Dennis Sutton. So he's got two first names kind of in one last name. Uh, he has three sacks on the season. Um, now, the dude in the middle, Seth M- Mustafa, what is his name? EJ Mustafer. Mustafer. He's 6'4, 330 pounds. Yes. He's gigantic. He's a game wrecker on the interior. He's stats been there forever. Stats aren't there, though. Right, uh, but year. he's all—he's one of those guys who's always on the all-conference yeah. team at the end of the year. And he will be—he will be a nice—he'll be a nice pickup in the NFL for sure. Yeah. Do we uh, know the who other... the announcers are going to be for Saturday? It's, you know who it's going to be is my dude that I'm thinking of, and I don't know his name. I'll—I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll look it up when you get you guys. Good podcasting. Right let me okay. let me talk about Abdul Carter again, real yeah, quick. Please, this dude ahead. is a stud. He's number eleven. He's another true freshman. So they got Aller, who's the best quarterback. They have what the two stud freshman running backs, and then they have this guy. Um, he's number eleven, which reminds me immediately of my all-time favorite linebacker, Sir Lavar Arrington. Yeah, Lavar Arrington. Um, just a yep. bad, bad dude. This guy is—he's going to be Penn State's going to be tough for a couple of years. If yeah. James what what year is he? Up. True freshman. True freshman. This kid, yeah. and he gets eleven. Yeah, as uh-huh. a true freshman. Uh huh. He's appointed, anointed, oh, whatever. Yes, yes. It is who I thought it was. Thank Dave you. Dave Pash. Goodness, is it no Sean McDonough? Sean McDonough and Todd Blackledge. I love that combo. Oh, like you're we... gonna have. They're gonna go eat somewhere locally because yes. doesn't Todd Blackledge do the local yes, eatery thing? And guess what? I think the last time we beat Penn State at home, same combo. That's all I'm going to say, because um, I've watched that game a thousand times. All right, let's get into it. If we're done with Penn State, let's talk about them less. Let's talk a little bit about IU, and then we've got to run through it, because this podcast is taking forever already. So um, IU players to watch, quarterback, uh, Brandon. I, I'm going Jalen Lucas. I'm sorry, not quarterback, offense. Yeah, I, I'm, I mean, obviously, that's what everyone's going to be watching, uh, because it could be someone new. But I'm going Jalen Lucas uh, now that I can't watch Cam Camper. We're three and five. I want to have fun watching these games, and it's absolutely electric watching Jalen Lucas. He's that dude is insane. Seth, uh, McCauley with Camper down, he's got to be a legitimate outside receiving option. Yeah. You have a banged up GJ Matthews, and what else? Yeah, got Emory Simmons. Yeah, I know, Emory but he's more of an Emory inside Simmons. guy. He's an inside guy. Know. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're gonna throw the ball up, you got to throw it up to the six. What is he six five? Is that how big yeah. McCauley is? Yeah. <clears throat> so throw it up to the six foot five guy. I've got two things I want to talk about real quick. One super quick a quarterback position as i said is it sexy dexy we don't know if not do they work him into the game plan i guess is another big question I, I don't think you bring his name up if there's not something going on in the back you cannot a throw a guy you cannot have baz out there if it's 40 mile per hour wins he doesn't have a laser rocket arm he isn't he he doesn't have the arm for it um if you want any chance, you throw a guy that there's no tape on. You you scheme a lot of running plays. 
I want, I hate this offense because this is a Matt Canada Steeler offense, but I want to see screens. I want to see jet sweeps. I want to see wildcat. I want to see rolling out and running the ball. I want to see everything. Yeah. I want to see I think you will. I really think you will. No matter what the weather is, I think you'll see it. Even if what about a triple option with Dexter Williams and Jalen Lucas? There it is. Not, not, not a, not a triple option with like, you know, the, the wing back, but like the speed option. Ready for this? What about Dexter Williams, Jalen Lucas, and McCulley? Oh, Wildcat. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that'd be so crazy. All right. So you've got that. The other one I said was Jalen Lucas, Josh Henderson, both of them. If there's a weakness to the Penn State defense, it's the line. Can we produce a rushing attack? If we can, guess who it's going to be? Those two. 20 carries for Henderson. I want 20 carries for Henderson. Okay, same order. Defense. Taiwan Mullen. If Sean Clifford is the quarterback, we need to get interceptions. You just said it. Ohio State didn't capitalize on the ton of interceptions. IU has no room for error. You need to catch the freaking ball. Taiwan I don't know how many more times you're going to be on prime time. Make a play. Yeah. Taiwan versus Parker is going to be nice. Inside linebackers, Casey and Jennings Jr. I predict a lot of lead blocker run game and a lot of play action pass. What position group is most at risk when that game plan is utilized? Inside. Linebackers. Yep. Casey has to hold up in the run game. CTA has to guess the pass downs correctly and get Jennings in there. Mm-hmm. And he has to be able to cover when called upon. Jennings on strange is going to be nice. I think that'll be a nice cover or, or even Noah Pierre on strange would be good or McCullough on strange too. Um, I've got McCullough on mine. Um, since you brought up the inside linebackers before I talk about McCullough, um, which I don't really have to talk about him. Everybody knows that they're, everybody's going to be watching him anyway. So um, Cam Jones close, close is what Tom Allen said today on the radio show. Not this week, but they do expect him back probably next week um, at Michigan. I think it's at Michigan state next. Is that right? Yep. Um, so at Michigan State next week. So special teams, super quick. Same order. James Evans. It's going to be a gross, nasty game. Make him go 90-plus yards. Uh, same reason, different result. I went with Jalen Lucas. IU mm-hmm. is not going to get a lot of 75 to 80-yard drives, but they can do a lot with a 30 to 50-yard drives if they have a short field convert and convert that into points. If IU's going to win, they need short fields. There it is. Um, I'm going to go with Chucky because you guys took Jalen and James. So I'll go with Chucky, Chucky Campbell. And you guys will know shortly when we get to my score prediction, he is going to be very important on Saturday. And before we get to everybody's favorite part of the podcast, that's Brando's Randos and to the predictions. Let's do a super quick word from our sponsor. No Monon track club. MTC is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier state. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Check out the link in the show notes for more details on their club runs and to shop their gear from shirts to hoodies to koozies. As a thank you to our listeners, they are offering 10% off your order. Use promo code LEO10 at checkout. That's LEO10. Now, on to Brando's Randos. Brandon, what do you got? All right, so I'm going to also do a speed version. I had five. I'm going to cut it down to three, um, leaving the last one. Um as uh, I think is maybe the best Brando's Randos of all time. Um, the We Are Penn State, I think, is a pretty cool chant. Uh, what do you think of it? What is And what is the coolest and least cool Big Ten chant? So Valpo stole that. We do a We Are Valpo thing. So I, co- co- I copy Coca. Co- I don't know how the hell they say that anymore. Whatever. We, we do that. You um, can't copy anything. 2022. Yeah, so I legit like it. Okay, I hate it. I hate everybody's chance to be it's honest. better than go green. That's the worst. Go one. White. That's the worst one. Go green. Go white is the worst one. I did we like that one every. Too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the worst. If I did have to pick one, I would think the best is IU sucks on every kickoff at Purdue. That's what I would say. You stop. Your infatuation. Yeah. <laughs> your, your infatuation with Purdue in this podcast is sickening. Um, <laughs> I've had a lot right. to drink. Uh, I also think the whiteout is the coolest thing any team does uh, for a night game. I think the Camp Randall jump around is probably like the coolest like thing, but like the whiteout is so freaking awesome. What are your thoughts on the whiteout? And if the the, uh, whiteout isn't the best night game atmosphere, what is? I haven't seen it at night. I've seen it during the day. 
I and I liked Iowa's stripe out. They had a stripe out for the game. Oh, season opener last year. Impressive to see in person. Um, hated the game, but impressive to see in person. Um, but no, I don't think anything tops the whiteout. I can't imagine Michigan doesn't eat Michigan definitely doesn't do anything. Maybe a stripe every now and then, but Ohio State, nobody cares because nobody actually went to school there. Um and then yeah, their fans are not smart enough to coordinate that together. No, <laughs> no, you're no. red? You white? No, it's Scarlet. I live in Scar- what is Scarlet? Scarlet color is Scarlet. It's a dark red. <laughs> well, we we know that, but I'm not sure that they know. Seth, we were making fun of their fans. Thanks for ruining the bit. Yeah. Um, I know you've ruined all of the jokes today. Um, no, he can't ruin my next one. He he probably will. So just keep him on mute. All right, I'll just mute him. Um, let's see. Uh, no, I think that's the best. That's easy. Keep moving. Cool. Last but certainly not least, rank the valleys. Happy, death, bayou death, or hidden. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I hate bottled ranch. I just do. I'm just a snob. So I'm going to go with Bayou, Happy, Death, because I hate Dabo. I'm sorry. Let me go Hidden and then Death. We'll do that because I can't stand Dabo Sweeney. That's a douchebag. Well, you, how you, you like hold on. I'm going to like rant for That's the only no, reason you I'm don't like him. I'm going to rant for a minute. How how does he run out? That dude. Because he's are, an athlete. No. He is an no, athlete. No, Seth. Wrong. The dude, you are a coach at a college university. Tom Allen runs institute. out too. He does not do this, Seth. He's not Those the only one. fans from that other school who were giving us crap, yelled at me. us, and hated Listen on us because he runs to... out like he's a player. What is he going to strap on the cleats? Yeah, and he'd beat the shit out of whoever that guy was that was talking on Twitter. So listen to me. This dude runs out, okay, before his team is allowed to move. Says, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm Dabo Sweeney. And then he turns around, and then his team is allowed to come out. Get out of here with that. I'll get you a bus ticket. You get out of town, Dabo. That's garbage. Continue. I need to hear ranks, uh, Seth's ranks of the valleys, please. Death. Oh, God. Death. Uh, so, Clemson, Penn State, LSU. What was the last one? Hit, uh, ranch. Yeah. <laughs> ranch sucks. Uh, what's the best ranch, real quick? I think Alan Porium and Outback might be tied for first. Hotbox Ranch, my wife says. I mean, Hotbox is maybe second. You're talking about your wife's hotbox? Are you talking about the actual? Whoa, whoa! This is a chill. I'm not cutting that out. I'm absolutely not doing that. It's the children have stopped listening. Randos randos are over. Okay, Okay. all right. There's one more. No, there isn't. Predictions. Okay, Seth. Oh, we got a Seth sack. sack. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Can we start any rumor mill about uh, Matt Rule or Brian Harson going to Nebraska? Don't care. Who's Brian Harson? Is that the guy the who just got fired from Auburn, who was my my no. favorite at Boise State and then left for Auburn? That was your favorite? I thought they had no, Chris he was Peterson. my like least favorite. Yeah, of course, just Peterson was my favorite. Um, all right, yeah, fine, let's Matt move Rule. on. I don't think Matt Rule does seem very country, he's country enough to go to Nebraska. Brandon, this is Baylor. for you. Okay. Is Chase Claypool gonna break my heart as a Bears fan? The dude stinks. The dude, the dude is Mike Evans. Yeah, yeah, being, yeah. Without without actually being good, he oh. doesn't know how to time jumps. He can't catch the ball. He doesn't use his size, and he's completely unmotivated. But he he's, has those dreads I really like. He he's didn't that he just kid. throw more touchdown passes than Kenny Pickett in the last game. Chase Claypool is that kid you're super jealous of because you work as hard as you can at practice and all off season, and then he just shows up and is still better than you, and then. He just never got any better ever because he never worked at it. Chase Claypool's a bum. Utter I, bum. Didn't he just throw a touchdown? He just threw a touchdown, right? Against yeah, the off Eagles. a jet sweep. Yeah. Matt so Canada more touchdown passes than Kenny Pickett in Kenny the last Scoots. game. Kenny Scoots is going Kenny to go poops. Kenny poops. <laughs> Kenny poops. Kenny poops. Right. Kenny uh, Scoots. It is Kenny Scoots season. 25 oh at 38, 191 yards in an interception. Bro threw for less than five yards of completion. All right, it's voting season. Please get out and vote. Do your do your civic duty and don't do what Dan Dockage says and vote for him because he thinks he's the best person for every single job. Uh, Coming from a guy who thing. has Dan Dockage. Don't write it in. 
three places in his man cave. That I think not, there's four. That is, not, that is not his fault. That is his wife's and her hot box ranch. Um, I think we have Uwe blobs on there five times. I think he's the most side. <laughs> and if you guys have questions about voting, just do what I did and just ask Seth like all the questions. Am I allowed to vote? Because I don't remember. Where do I vote? Do I need an ID? That was that was a question. That was a sarcastic yes, bring question. Bring your driver's Seth, license. Seth took a very. Hey, I didn't get turn. that joke either. Okay. okay. It's a it's a statistical trend. Okay. All Got right. It. Let's get okay, into Okay. Predictions. Super quick, and then we're done. Let's go. Uh, Seth, lots Penn lots State. of running the ball to set up play action, pass crossing routes, deep routes. Penn State thirty four, IU thirteen. Oh, that's a lot. It's a that's classic bounce back game. That's too much. When everyone thinks a score is going to be not high, it ends up being the exact opposite. I think this is a wetty or wetty. I can't talk tonight. <laughs> a wet, muddy, ugly game. I think there's a ton of missed tackles. I think there's a ton of broken plays. I actually think this is going to be a super, super fun game. Um, I think IU has the lead some part in the second half. And then Penn State ends up winning by two scores, 31-21. Mm. Okay. Cover from IU. Cover and the over. Everyone's going to be going under. Good coaches win. Great coaches cover. Um, okay. Four minutes left. Fourth quarter. IU got the ball on Penn State's 37-yard line. Down. 16-17. Dexter Williams leads his first ever game-winning drive down to the Penn State 16-yard line. Chucky nails a 33-yard field goal with 14 seconds left. IU wins 19-17 in the rain, in the wind, in the crap. 17. And by the way, it can't be muddy, you goofball. They play on turf, so there's no mud in the entire stadium. 17-19, IU wins in a poop show of a football game. Those little black pellets congeal into a mud-like <laughs> substance. Thank you. Dude, Thank those you, black Seth. pellets were terrible. Do you remember being on the field? They, they were hurt. like all in my shoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you guys see Sam Ellinger's arms? on Like his forearms on, on Sunday? It's the first time I think he's ever like legitimately been tackled into them. They were all red and scraped up. He kept looking at him like, what is this? It like hurts. that's what happens when you play it a real game. So next time he'll be out there with some sort of sleeve or something. So okay, you know, cool. because because Seth and I played football, we do know that those actually hurt. Just for the record, just so just for people knows. that want to know. I, I've I been on the field the RCA for a dome. gender reveal, just so everybody knows. Yeah. Yeah. It hurts. It does. Yeah, it I didn't hurts. fall. So it hurt. Tom it hurt. Allen was in the stands. I got I think I got cooked for 250 yards the time I played on uh, <laughs> um, I'm going to go my final final statement here. This is the final, final opportunity. We yeah. said Mar- we said Maryland must win final opportunity. We said Rutgers. You did say final Rutgers. Opportunity. This is it. I'm pretty sure. This is the final final. <laughs> like, <laughs> like uh, and I wouldn't have said that if it wasn't going to be the conditions, if it wasn't going to be Big Red Dog just having an absolute meltdown of a seventh year if it wasn't for james franklin being an absolute clown show and if it wasn't for you know the apocalypse happening on saturday i wouldn't have said there was a real chance in this game um but i think i think penn state maybe sniffing their own farts a little bit after giving ohio state a run um i expect a (laughs) let down game in bloomington let down game does that mean that they drive priuses is that what that means if Make anybody gets that reference, that's great. Um, hold on, I was going to try to see the last couple times we played them at home. So the last time we played them Street. at home, that was the stretch. And then the last time we played them at home before that, 33-28. And last time we played them at home before that, 45-31. Last time we played them at home before that, 13-7 to in a memorable game where Dude, the only touchdown from IU game. came from a pick six. Um, yeah. Before that, 44-24 beat down. Man, I miss Bill O'Brien. Um, I'm telling you, IU keeps it close. I'm not telling you to go to the game. You guys won't. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to tell you guys how to spend your money or how to do it. I do think 
the weather will be better. I'm just, I'm just guessing. I don't probably not, but if it is, I hope we see a decent amount of people out there wearing red and not white and screaming across the field in front of me. We are Penn state because that is a trigger moment. It's not as bad as whenever you spell a four letter word. That's half of the name of the college that you did not attend. Um, which is a bigger trigger moment for me, but um, I will be there barring any sort of, as Brandon said, apocalypse um, or some sort of a typhoon. Uh, is that right? Is that the we've right been thing? there a during it. That, that Virginia game was a typhoon. Is, so. What's a typhoon? Is that the, is that the rain? It's a, it's a hurricane in the Southern hemisphere. Okay. Correct. And the monsoon is just a ton. I don't think there's going to be a ton of rain. I think it's going to be a decent amount of rain with a ton of wind. So yes. I think Typhoon is the right comparison. Um, we should have setting live tweets back, I'm assuming. Uh, I don't know what time the Boilermakers play, but probably noon. Although they do like to copy us a bit, probably 3.30. They did take the bye week the same week. Let me look it up. I think the big fan that is our producer is looking it up right now because he doesn't know his own they play schedule. At, they play at noon. They play, they play at, at noon, noon against, Iowa. against Iowa. So that's got uh, 42, 40 written all over it. Um, then when I say that, I mean, total yards. Um, so that was a quite a bit of a long time for that setup. But yeah. So there you go. Okay. Either way, it doesn't matter. Be sure to check out the pod on Twitter. It's at podcast LEO. That's where you're going to find setting live tweets. Uh, be sure to follow. Remember not to block that account. That's the real account. Don't block that one. That one's fine. Block his other one. It's a bunch of political stuff and Purdue and doesn't matter. Uh, be sure to download, follow rate review on all of our platforms. Love you guys. LEO. And by the way, don't block his account if you have questions on voting. You can unblock it, send him some DMs, and then block him again. Because he's this is my nightmare. Anyway, I'm not gonna do this. Either way, Elio. Love you guys. Elio. Elio. He said it. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right, great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day, Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day, and Elio. Oh, thank you so much, Elio. Well, thanks so much, Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that, Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day, Elio. Awesome, Elio. Elio. Elio.